Hi gang! More Tales from the Radiator is coming, but in the meantime, we have a big announcement. Strong Branch is putting on its very own, first ever, live show. It's a sci-fi tragicomedy called Unplanned Obsolescence. I wrote it, and it stars Grace Riego, who you may know as the voice of Stella, and J.R. Steele, who you may know from podcasts such as Station Arcadia, Neighborly, and Tranthologies. The show follows the story of a failing children's entertainer who finds out there's a 50% chance they're going to die. Unable to cope with the prospect of their death, they train a household robot to replace them in hopes that their wife won't notice if they do die. What's so interesting about the play? There are two coin flips. One determines which actor will play which role. The other determines whether the play will have a comic or tragic ending. What follows is an audio snippet of the play. In keeping with the concept of the play, we have flipped a coin to determine who plays each role in every version of this trailer. For the Tales from the Radiator version, I will be playing Jax, the human, and J.R. Steele will be playing Sula, the robot. Enjoy! Okay, it's life story time. Do you need me to make you a study guide? I can make you a study guide if you want. I have a pen. Well, I have crayons, but they're pretty much like pens, but worse. But look, pretty colors! I do not need notes. I will remember. I was doing a show at Susan's school. It was this musical comedy about recycling. And I was killing. Not just with the kids, though obviously they were the target audience. The teachers were into it too. And Susan, she practically fell off her seat. She was laughing so hard. And after the show, she ran up to me all excited. And I remember I noticed the way her dress was bouncing all around. You know those dresses she always wears? I thought she just wore them for the kids, but it turns out she just really loves those goofy dresses. I love them too. Anyway, she came up to me and she started gushing about how much she loved the show and how she wants to bring more stuff like that into the classroom. And we started talking about games and songs and I just kept looking at her eyes and thinking how alive they were. And then before I knew what I was doing, I was asking her to dinner. She was incredible. And she still is incredible. I mean, that's why she works with kids. She can play pretend all day. That's the thing me and Susan decided as soon as we started dating. We're both very much in touch with our inner child, and we vowed never to let the world beat us down. Are you getting all this? Yes. Just because you haven't asked any questions? or Usually, in polite conversation, it's considered a courtesy to ask questions. I see. I can ask you questions. Okay, shoot! Who is the current president of Spain? I meant questions about my story. Oh. Switch back into therapy mode. You're good at asking questions when you're doing that. Okay. Therapy mode initiated. Okay, great. So, ask me some questions. You seem to define yourself by your work, and yet you are not currently working. Why do you think that is? Whoa! I said ask me questions, not stab me through the heart. I did not stab you through the heart. I asked you a question. Okay, fine. Well, the first one's easy. I define myself through my work because my work is who I am. Life is too important to take seriously, right? That's a quote, I think. Oscar Wilde, maybe? Anyway, that one's not important. I'm not working right now because... <sighs> I mean, technology has always been around to entertain kids and everyone's doomsaying about it. I never really thought it was going to change anything. Hell, I had a tablet when I was a kid. I still went to see shows. There's something special about live performance. 
But when there's, well, you, not you, but things like you. I mean, if you can program a robot to do my entire job, and a kid can't even tell the difference between human and robot, even adults can't tell the difference, then what's the point of hiring a live person? You know, someone who needs a livable wage as opposed to a rentable robot you can turn off and put in a storage shed, and who will never, ever try to unionize. Unionize? Yeah, we had, like, a children's entertainment union. It helped people get work, you know? And you are no longer a part of this union? No. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going indie, baby! Why are you no longer part of the union? I got kicked out. Complaints from parents. I'm too cool and hip and fresh and I challenge the status quo. It's not important. Ask me another question. Okay. When do I have sex with your wife? What? It is my understanding that married couples generally have regular sex, from three times a week to once a month. Why do you... Three times a week? Yes. Why do you know that? It was in my programming. Why would that be... Oh. You're a home assistant. Yes. And some people use their home assistants for... Yes. Ew, that is so weird. Why is it weird? Because you're a robot. A non-sentient robot. By your own admission. So there is no issue of consent. You were just programmed to say that. Yes, I was. But it's still true. I was also programmed to say that it's no different from any other sex toy. I mean, I guess. So? Sex with your wife? You won't be having sex with my wife. Won't that make it obvious that I'm not you? No, because I don't have sex with my wife. Oh. Are there troubles in your marriage? It is my understanding that lack of sexual relations is an indication of a failing marriage. Well, that's not always true. Some people just don't like sex. And Susan and I are some of those people. I see. You look disappointed. I'm not. Sula? Yes? Do you want to fuck my wife? No. I merely wish to fulfill the duties I was programmed to perform. Which includes sex with my wife. Not your wife specifically. Well, if you're gonna be me, you're gonna have to get used to no sex. I'm already used to no sex. I was born seven months ago, and I have never had sex. Well, good. Seven months is far too young. Wait for eight months, at least. Understood. Next question. Wait a second. Yes? You don't sit right. You have to sit like me. Like this. Is this good? Yeah, but you have to ask like me. How should I ask? Like, hey, is this good? Hey, is this good? Hey, that was pretty good. Hey, that was pretty good. Stop that. It's creepy. How can I learn if I don't repeat? Hmm. That's a good point. Monkey see, monkey do, right? I do not understand. There are no monkeys here. We can do a lesson on figurative language later. In the meantime, we need you to observe and repeat. I got an idea. We hope you liked the trailer. The show will be performed as part of the Philadelphia Fringe Festival, presented by Cannonball Festival. Performances are at Fidget, 
on September 4th, that's Labor Day, at 9.30pm, September 6th at 8pm, and September 9th at 7pm. Tickets will be on sale early August, and there is a pay-what-you-can option. If you're in the Philly area, or really anywhere on the East Coast, we sincerely hope you'll consider coming to the show. We've had a great time putting it together, so we really think the audience will have a great time too. Thanks for listening.